Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right, elementary analytics. Now, at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen. All on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 27. The number 27 symbolizes new beginnings, spiritual awakenings, and inner strength. I really hope that means it's going to be a good show. And I want you to learn something that I've been learning, which is called creating authentic power. Not a lot of people know about creating authentic power. Authentic power is the ability for me to be in alignment with the purpose of my life. So I want my personality to serve who I came here to be. And who I came here to be is a light. A beacon, supportive, helpful, um, someone who gives you information, but it's really for your optimal best. To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believers, and welcome to an episode number 25. Oh, gosh, 25. I can't believe it. It just keeps going. It keeps, just keeps going and going. It's been amazing. So I'm going to make this introduction a little bit shorter because this episode went a little bit longer than normal, but every second of it was jam-packed with great information, so I just want to make sure we get all to it. But before we get started, I just want to give you a little fair warning. The first about minute and a half to two minutes of this uh, my microphone was doing some weird stuff and it's a little bit buzzy. So I just want to make sure you knew about it and it does get better as time goes on there. I don't know what improvements made. It just kind of happened. And you know, when it comes to equipment like this, sometimes that's kind of the way it goes. So I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. We're going to be talking to a young lady named Luz Gonzalez. You've already heard a little bit about her. Let's hear about the rest of her and away we go. 
Salutations, Scoop Believers, and we are here again with another amazing entrepreneur. Today we're here with Luz. Hi, Luz. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? How are all all of you guys out there listening? Oh, great. Uh, we're all great, hopefully. <laughs> all right. So, Luz, I, I have kind of a serious question to ask you. Okay, you ready? Yes, all I'm right. ready. Are you a Scoop Believer? Are you kidding me? Who isn't a school believer? Of course I'm a school believer. All right. Thank you very much. We have our next school believer, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Luz. And thank you for coming on to the uh, Undiscovered Entrepreneur. All right. So um, what I'd like to start off here with you is just kind of get a little bit of an idea of who you are and what you're about and what your entrepreneur adventure is. Okay, great. I'm excited to start get started and help everybody out there with my story. It all started when I was three. No, I'm kidding. Oh, wow. Not um, that far back. Kind, no. of, <laughs> kind of kidding, not kidding. Uh, I don't know about how many of you out there uh, have parents who joined little flea markets or shops or sold knickknacks here and there. Well, my parents did, and I was always um, present to their experience. I was out there selling stuff, seeing what people needed and wanted. Fast forward, my the father of my children, he's an entrepreneur. He built one of the fastest growing companies in the United States. He saw a gap, a gap that South America was missing, being technically behind the United States and how close Florida was. He was living in California at the time, made a fortune providing exclusive contracts for hardware. Fast forward again, I was with him all over the world, you know, flying you know, selling, et cetera, meeting people, networking, the power of really meeting people who took action. And then I saw a gap myself. I am skilled in listening. I'm skilled in recognizing that some people have a hard time communicating or creating the, the life they really want to achieve. And little by little through my education, I got to understand that it's about emotional awareness, emotional intelligence. Oftentimes we're allowing our emotions to create our reality. And from that reality, we're creating decisions that actually bring about what we're afraid of. So I'll give you a quick example. Someone who's so afraid of money is making decisions that suppresses their ability to make money. And what I do is I come in and I help enlighten them. So a little bit of feedback, my name is Luz, but Luz in Spanish means light. So I like to say I bring clarity with light. And uh, oftentimes people remove themselves from this uh, oppression or these thought patterns that they're creating. And then what I noticed was from my consultations and one-on-ones, companies are not doing this. Companies are waiting for their employees to just do the task. But if they give a little bit of extra training, their people will really bloom like a flower. So you have the wrong people in the wrong positions. You have a receptionist, for example, that hates people. Well, that's not her skill set. I'm sure if you, you we learn to tap into her skill set, you're going to max out optimal productivity from this employee. Not only will she be more productive, she'll be more motivated, she'll be more engaged, she'll be more creative. So what I do now is I talk to organizations about how to create inclusive environments through communication, how to give them the skill sets to talk about language, uh, how to talk about their ideas. Not everybody leads from the front. Mm-hmm. How do you help someone become a leader when they don't have the skill set or the communication skills to to be productive in their own position? Wow, that's a lot of great. You do a lot of great things. 
<laughs> Thank um, you. Listening really is important. I mean, a lot of people talk about communication. Of course, we want to talk about communication because that's what we do as entrepreneurs. We talk to each other. But on the other side of communication, there's listening. And you really need to be able to efficiently listen to somebody so you understand what their problems are and how to present yourself to these people so it makes sense to them. Listening is almost as important, if not more important, than the actual communication itself. So I actually take a lot of pride in being able to listen and, you know, to listen to entrepreneurs like yourself or anybody that I deal with to understand what they're actually talking about. And that way I have the capability to, to actually communicate with them and, and listening communications definitely both together go hand in hand. And the other thing I really talk about too is, is fear. You mentioned fear and fear is actually one of my biggest um, things because I lean into fear. So a lot of people don't understand fear and how fear actually affects their, their entrepreneur skills and things like that. So I always have an acronym for fear. You might know it. I don't know. It's false evidence appearing real. So things are, even though they seem scary at first, they're not real because, I mean, they're not a saber-toothed tiger that's going to attack you or anything. They're just thoughts that we have in our heads that are scaring us from moving forward in what we're doing. We are still hardwired as if it was a saber-toothed tiger. And that's where the evolution is kicking in. Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad you agree with me on that. A lot of people don't understand that. That's why I kind of present it that way. That way people can understand it. One thing that's really big on me too is you talk about having the right people in the right places in your business too. That's actually big for me too. Uh, I've had many other types of jobs uh, in my lifetime, but for some reason, I was never in the right skill set for myself in any of these jobs because they didn't know where to place me. I am kind of weird. <laughs> um, I have a lot of different types of skill sets, but I, nobody ever really put me in the right place. So it actually makes kind of sense for you to do what you do and talk to these companies and put the right people in the right places and help them out. And I'll give you a quick story. And yes. I and I learned this because I love documentaries. <laughs> so who knows about I Love Lucy? Have you ever heard about a, sh a little show called I Love Lucy from the A 50s? little show, yes. <laughs> little show. Well, did you know that Lucy Obal was an actress, you know, way into 20 years uh, working in the industry, but she was always a B star. So they never quite found her talent. But if you look at her history, she was always clumsy, physically funny, you know, things were being put in her face. But they didn't know how to optimize that in the camera world, in the TV world, until she meets Desi Arnaz. And then they see an uh, opportunity to put this and incorporate this into a TV show. And it became so memorable. It's world loved. Today, my daughter, who's an, another generation later, has watched the whole series of I Love Lucy. So that's the secret. That's what happens. The magic that happens when you put the right person in the right position. But you have to pay attention. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for that story. Yeah, I never really thought of it that way, too. I actually watched that documentary myself, and that, that makes perfect sense and how that incorporates into everybody else's life and business. All right, so I'm going to transition to a different question here. I understand that you, you, you're a speaker and you help comp companies listen, but what actually got you started in doing this? I mean, what is... What is the thing that actually got you going? What was the catalyst? The catalyst was I separated from my the father of my children. I don't say husband because we never really married. And I had three jobs, three children, three jobs. 
first of all, fear is very real. I talk to a lot of people and I hear what you're saying, Jesse, because like a lot of people tell me I'm not afraid of anything. And it's, I think it's false confidence because tell me that if you see a scratch on your car, you don't blow up. Or if you get a bill in the mail, you don't get so pissed or start immediately investigating what's this all about. That's all an expression of fear because then you'd otherwise you'd be totally Zen walking anywhere you want with total peace. So there is fear present. We just are not aware of it. And I think that's the key. Um, So I worked three jobs with my children. My youngest daughter was um, for lack of better words, diagnosed with brain cancer. (laughs) Um, Something you never expect to come out of someone's mouth, right? These are the reasons why she's feeling these symptoms. From that moment, I felt a a lump in my throat, not knowing why, not knowing what, but I knew that I had to be very careful with my thoughts. If my thought was not in alignment with healing, then I knew that I'd go off trajectory of what I wanted for her because they told me not only is it very aggressive, it's also very rare. Mm -hmm. And she was four. And then that's what started me. But prior to that, I was always consulting with women. And then afterwards, I realized that that lump in my throat was an expression of learning more about emotional awareness. You see, our bodies are communicating with us. We just don't know it. You use the weather app to prepare yourself for the day outside. You're like, oh, the weather's going to be blank and I need to wear blank. Where our body is also communicating with us. Have you ever had, what's it called, Uh, butterflies in your stomach? Have you ever had this heaviness like an elephant just standing in your chest or palpitation for no reason? Pay attention to your thoughts. There's a thought there that is connected to a future base or a past tense fear, belief. And if we're able to stop, pause, and shift, that's key. That right there is magic. That's actually something I've read about in a book called The Coaching Habit. I don't know if you've read that book or not, but in, in in that book, it actually talks about how fear is in different places in our body and different types of fear can be felt. Just like you're saying before, like you, you get a certain kind of fear or a problem and you can feel it in your chest. Just like you said, there's an elephant standing on your chest or like in your case, it was in your throat. And it's kind of interesting how your body communicates to you how and where that fear is. And you're the only person and, and I've done quite a number of interviews that actually had made that point before I was actually even able to come up with it. So it's got to be right, right? (laughs) It is right. Um, You asked me what got me into this. Yes. Ultimately, it was the realization that I needed to make money because either I stayed poor or made money, but I couldn't be in the in-between. So recognizing this is magical. I not only did my daughter go through that, my son went through something else. There was been so many life experiences that people say, you should be writing a book. And I'm like, write a book. How many of us think I have nothing special to share, but it was fear that stopped me from really being out there and exposing myself. So it was learning about emotional awareness, learning that I'm creating my life and then learning. I can then share this message with others to help them create consciously. And that's ultimately what caught me to start doing this. It's scary. It's scary to put myself out there because I'm not, I'm an extrovert, but really like an introvert. So if people say, this is scary, this is hard. I can't breathe. 
there's something underneath there that you need to bring forth. Yeah, and it's that fear that leads us into our next adventure, if we listen close enough. Right, that's why all the greats talk about getting out of your comfort zone. Exactly, exactly. I've even heard uh, people getting out of their comfort zone by just going to a strip mall or something like that and just laying down on the ground for, you know, 30 seconds to get out of their comfort zone. I heard that in a book somewhere. I I thought it was kind of an interesting way of doing it. So, okay. So, I know you've only been in business just like just over a year, I think, right? Two. I... I, So I was consulting with individuals in 2016 and in March of 2020 is when it shifted into businesses. Okay. So, all right. Um, What are some of the pitfalls or problems you had when you first got started, when you were first getting into your business and you're speaking, what were some of the pitfalls or problems that you encountered? Uh, (laughs) Do you have time? I mean, you know. (laughs) Um, the first one, the biggest one was who's your perfect client? Who's your audience? And I was like, everybody, everybody needs to learn about fear and how we're creating our life and how emotional intelligence and emotional awareness will help push you through. But I never quite understood. And I'll tell you what finally got clicked. I never quite understood when people said, you can't, you can't do that. One lady, you know, in a a room of a thousand entrepreneurs, I felt and humiliated me, but she probably didn't. But that's how I saw it. She's like, broad is broke. And I was like, (laughs) and um, finally, someone said the key word. They said, loose. Do you really want to spend so much time talking to every single human being, you know, until you get a client? And I said, no, I don't have, I don't have that time. Do you want to be in a room? where 80% of the people in that room would say, here's my money, I want to hire you. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. That's how you find your niche. Who is, what room, what conference room is that? What group of people is that? What does that person look like? The person who has paid you already, what does that person look like? Define them. Now be in a room where there's 80% of people that just are just like that person. That's what finally made it sink for me. Um, with that aspect, number one. Number two, as entrepreneurs, we've all heard 92% of entrepreneurs don't make it to year five. And I know why, because as a new entrepreneur, you're not thinking you're one of the 92%. You're thinking, oh, sucks to be 92%. But what the reason why is, do you really have the financial capacity laid out, forecasted out, for you to sustain yourself. Because by year five, studies show that people now know who you are. You're now able to be recommended. Things pop up and they think of you. So do you have that capacity to withhold and have spending cash for five years? Because as a new entrepreneur, you're hopping into this coaching, you're hopping into this program, you're hopping into buying this platform. And all those expenses add up. And number three, I don't think they teach us as new entrepreneurs, just send out your proposal, send out your proposal, send out a hundred a week if you can. We're all like so excited. We meet that one person that's like, oh, that's interesting what you do. And then you spend hours creating the proposal and the plan for that one individual and then spend time waiting to see if they're going to respond. How's that going to go? Send out a hundred proposals a week. 
because it's then guaranteed that of those hundred percentage wise, you're going to get at least one or two people are saying, I want to know more. All right. That actually goes into it. Like, uh, I think it's called the 80, 20 rule. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it too, if you send out a hundred, you know, 80% won't respond to it, but 20% will, or something along those lines. And you're just giving yourself more opportunity, basically, is what that's boiling down to be. And that's a great idea. Send out those proposals. See if you can, you know, get somebody, one or two even, and then just build off of that. Get a uh, get a reputation of those one or two people, and they will help you because you helped them, and so on and so on and so on. Um, niching down. Niching down is definitely something I've talked about many, many times in my podcast. And it's just like you said. You want to just get those – few people that are saying, Hey, this is the guy you want to go to. He's the, he's the problem solver because he takes care of that problem. And once you get those people and it's the same thing too, once you get those same people talking about you, other people start talking about you. Word of the mouth is definitely a great, great thing, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship and people that can say can't, uh, that always kind of gets me because I've, I've run into a lot of people even family members saying, you're not going to be able to accomplish this. And even though they're family members, it really kind of hits you kind of hard when they're family and saying, you can't do it. But you can. You really can do it. Those naysayers, they don't know. You're living your life. You know what you're doing. I always, <laughs> the le- learning curve, learning curve, when you're actually taking all those classes, you, you want to do something that I really like to call uh, on-time learning. And that's when you're spending a lot of that time until you hit those five years. And when you get to that five years, you're realizing that people are starting to talk about you and understanding you and pointing at you saying, hey, this is the guy because you've put in that time. But you got to hit that five years. If you don't hit that five years, then, you know, it's going to be hard, but it is accomplishable. Right. And in my business, I've met with so many great people because I always have an ask. What is that organization that you're connected to? What is that group of people that you know could improve their communication skills that have some kind of conflicts where they're not really working optimally? Bring me in. Bring me in and then we'll be connected and I'll see, I'll show you how you can optimize and increase your profits. But if you don't have that ask, then no one has you top of mind, right? The other thing that I wanted to let you guys know is I'm connected with universities and universities have so many programs for entrepreneurs. Just now, I was gifted a free financial coach who helped break down my numbers, know your numbers, how much does my business spend, how much do I spend personally? And then from there, what's my projected income? I've made this month, I've made this month, I didn't make this month, I made this month. So now what does that look like in the future? And what are my uh, goals or strategies to make sure I hit those numbers again next year plus? Definitely something you want to take advantage of if you get a chance to have somebody help you out do that. That's great. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. You did. You definitely did the right moves there. <laughs> yeah, without bumps and scrapes along the way. But, you know, that's what you do. You create communities like yours of entrepreneurs so that we could all start helping each other, combining resources. Exactly. And if you can actually build something called a mastermind, that's something I'm actually working on myself too, putting together a mastermind. If you want to know about masterminds, you could read uh, Think and Grow Rich. That's definitely a fantastic book to talk about masterminds on how to put them together and what to do. Sounds like you've read that book. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's so many groups out there for us. Yeah. Definitely a lot of things. Okay. So, um, influences, people that you've talked to. It sounds like you've talked to a lot of people in your lifetime. Do you have one or two people that kind of help you push forward? Uh, anybody you'd like to mention to say, hey, thank you very much for, for mentoring me or anything like that? Anybody that you follow that helps you push forward? Yeah. So I I went back to college later in life. And I think a lot of people should take that opportunity later in life just because I knew myself more. Like I said, School businesses, they don't know how to train people on their their innate skill sets. So luckily, I was able to go back to college after I learned mine. And there's been a few professors out there who are willing to help. And because of them, I reached back out to them. I said, would you mentor me? Um, and they did. They've given me so much valuable time. Uh, Professor Arturo Orsuario in Rutgers University. And another one, Christopher Patterson, in uh, he's he works with Yale and uh, also uh, Rutgers, and then Nancy Di Tomaso. She would bring in guest speakers in the field of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and that got me interested. That I didn't realize that that was a thing, and I realized what I do if, with inclusive language is about opening up a space because I have diverse friends you know, all over the planet. And I'm shocked when people don't. And then I realize it's my skill set, not theirs. So the judgment, right? It's it's moving beyond judgment into curiosity, moving beyond you should have to let's let's introduce you to. There's different communication styles. In fact, I think there's another topic in me that's called task versus ask. Are you someone who's very task oriented? Are you someone who pauses and waits to be told or ask information? A balance, a healthy balance of both is what's needed because sometimes when you're in task mode, you're not connecting. You're check, 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 done. Okay, I got to go versus ask is too much. How about you? What do you think? What do you think? You know, there's too much of that. So then let's combine the two and we get a healthy combination. And we have to bring this in our communities and our environments and wherever we go, just to be able to have that healthy dialogue and open up the door to diverse people. Asking questions. Asking questions has been something that I've been working on really hard to be able to understand other people, especially when I talk to entrepreneurs like yourself on my podcast. And not only has it opened up a lot of information from people that I've talked to on my podcast, but me internally in my everyday life has definitely improved because I was able to improve those communication skills and have that balance and ask questions so I can understand other people. So that's amazing. So thank you so much for that. And also I'm going to mention this too. Mentors, if you were ever looking for a mentor or you want to think about it, I had a guest previously. I'll put the, uh, I'll put her podcast in the show notes. Uh, Esprit Devora. I interviewed her and she came up with a resource called score, S-C-O-R-E dot org. And it's a place where you can go find a mentor for free. It's uh, it's government run and it's basically uh, retired entrepreneurs that just want to give back. So if you're looking for a mentor, even if it's just temporary or just you need someone to talk to or anything like that, that's definitely a great resource to take advantage of. So, And it's very interesting to me how we've come 
around in this time in a day and age where we can talk to somebody from across the planet and have a mentor that's, say, in Africa or in Europe or anywhere like that. It just opens up the door for so many great things. So thank you for mentioning that. That's awesome. All right. So I know you've only been doing this for a little while. But what I'd really like to know is when do you think you've known you've made it? When do you think you've made that goal that you said, this is exactly where I want to be? Can you explain that to me? Mm, That's exciting. Um, I've reached it a few times. It's when I am doing something like this where I'm sharing what I've collected and gathered and it brings value to someone else. And then, of course, when it's reciprocated, monetarily, when I know that I could take a trip with my family, that I know I can travel somewhere and upskill people. And I get feedback from organizations now telling me, Luz, we're having conversations that we never had before. And I just heard that from one of my clients uh, a few weeks ago. Um, When I see the excitement in people's eyes, because there's a conflict, but they have the tools on how to move past them. Because that's what life is all about, relationships and communication. And if I can offer that and get paid for it, then I'm there. All right. That's so fantastic. I'm hoping to get there eventually, too. (laughs) You have to ask yourself, what is it that will get you there? Is Is it reaching out to more people? And this is for the audience, right? Is it reaching out to more people? Is it giving back? You know, when you go to the mall and you pass by the food court, they give you free samples. Get used to giving out those free samples. Give out those nuggets of information, those services, those products, and you will become the go-to person for blank, for X. Exactly. And just remember, too, whatever – sorry, my brain stopped just for a second there. (laughs) Whatever got you here won't get you there. That's something, too, you got to keep in mind, too. Don't just stop because you're there, but learn and grow so you can continue on with that. And it's a constant movement. So someone described life as an escalator. You want to go to the top of the escalator, but you're on the escalator that goes downward, meaning you have to keep moving. The flexibility that a child has, you lose it as you get older because your thoughts become more fixed your ideas, your body, you need to keep that flexibility moving, that flow. And that's why I'm Latina. So, you know, you got to move a little. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Find that that excitement again and tap into that. Yeah, fantastic. Everybody listen to that. Keep on moving and, and you'll get to where you need to go. Go up that escalator that's going the wrong way and eventually you will get up there. (laughs) That's a great analogy. I like that. It was. It was awesome because sometimes we just get tired. We're just like, this is messed up. I know some people, they drop out because it's tiring and you're not getting that affirmation or that feedback constantly that you're on the right track sometimes, or you get it verbally, but you're not getting it monetarily. But if you don't give up on your vision, if you don't give up on your dream, but you're also at the same time asking people, polling people, is this working? Does it resonate? Does it make a difference? then you know you're on the right track. Exactly. And if you push through that, if you push through that tired, that next shovel that you have into the ground or that next step you take might be the one that actually takes off your entrepreneur adventure and puts you on that next level. You never know. That's why you don't want to give up. 
and find a team. If you can't do it all by yourself, find some interns. Uh, we talked about mentorship earlier. Be a mentor. Be a mentor to someone under you or who's newer than you and reverse mentorship. They could help you with their skills and you could help them with what you've learned. There's a way. If you want, if you want it, you'll find the way. And I, the best example I have is college loans. If you think I'm going to incur so much debt in college, then guess what? You're going to find it. Or if you're going to say, I'm going to find a way to make this as cheap as possible, perhaps even free, then you'll be opening up the doors to scholarships and people saying, hey, do you need some money for college? That actually happened to me. My uh, Two college professors came up to me and said, we have scholarships. Do you want them? I wasn't the one who asked them, but my mindset was such, this is going to be free. I'm going to have a free ride and I'm going to work hard to make it happen. But I also give back a lot. So see, are you giving back? Because it is a flow. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I'm going to transition to a different question here, if you don't mind. One thing I really like to ask entrepreneurs is if you met somebody that's looking to have the same adventure as you, what advice would you give them? What steps would you have them take? Um, can you be a little more specific? So if you if you met somebody on the on at the grocery store or something like that, and they and they understand that you you know you talk to them and you tell them that you're a speaker and and you teach uh, businesses about where to place people and their skill sets, what would you tell them? How would you tell them to get started? Hire me. Oh yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Hire me and I'll show you the way. No. Um so first of all, there's a lot of free information. If you go on TikTok, so many people such as myself connect as EQ with loose are giving out valuable information on TikTok, helping you step by step how to create certain aspects of your life. So I've already gotten some monetary gains from what I've learned at TikTok. That's number one. Number two, get a consensus. What is it that you really want? Because oftentimes we spend a lot of time and energy going three different directions and then realize this is what we really wanted. Take some time for yourself. Create that, not so much a vision board, but a, a roadmap. What do you want to create? Because you won't get there until you've decided. And the easiest way for me to explain that is my kids drink milk. When there's no more milk in the refrigerator, I've just made a decision. I need to buy more milk. I get in my car. There's so many detours. There's KFC. There's, you know, the mall. There's a movie. If I haven't made up my mind that by X date, I need to buy more milk, then that's not going to be on my agenda and it's not going to happen. So get clear on what you want. Do you have the time to be successful? Do you have the time to create this on your own because it is your baby ultimately. Exactly. Exactly. That's some great advice to have somebody, you know, get started with it so they get a direction. And then after that, it's up to them to make a decide, you know, make a decision on where to go from there. So that's great. And I love the milk analogy. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it works for everything. It works for everything. I want a relationship. Okay. So then why are you in the club? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't want to get anything from people say I met my man in a club, but, uh, or my whatever. Yeah. Um, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs>
So if I, I'm going to give a, a little bit of a scenario here. Here's here's something a little bit different. And if I was looking to find somebody with your talents and what you do, and there are two other people that have similar talents, similar costs, and things of that nature, how would you set yourself apart from these other two? Um, that's a great question because oftentimes I've been asked that question, and I think there's so many people out there. And I'm not for everybody. If you want me to get in your face and say, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do this. You're going to talk to these people. This is, you're going to ask them for a mentorship. That's not who I am because ultimately I believe in karma and I don't want to manipulate people so that I can get a paycheck. I'm really here to help you expand beyond your obstacles, your challenges. And I want you to learn something that I've been learning, which is called creating authentic power. Not a lot of people know about creating authentic power. Authentic power is the ability for me to be in alignment with the purpose of my life. So I want my personality to serve who I came here to be. And who I came here to be is a light, a beacon, supportive, helpful, um, someone who gives you information. But it's really for your optimal best. Also, I've had a lot of experiences that people have gone through that have affected my life and have affected a lot of people's lives. And there's an empathetic level there. It's combined with intuition. So there's a lot to my package. I just, I think the question you asked is great, but I don't, I don't like to sell myself. And I think that's one of the, the things that I'm challenged with in the entrepreneurial space. When you work with me, you feel the, the, the difference. I've helped people raise their portfolios 35%. I've helped people gain exposures that they never had before and live really a different life compared to how they had before. That's amazing. That's great. That's so awesome. Um, something that comes to mind when you talk about that is we can sell and serve at the same time. You know, it's, it's just, we want to provide that great, service and that great ability to be able to help. And then later on, we can think about the money, but it does come because we are offering a service that everybody can take advantage of. Another thing too is influence. When you're influencing other people, it's not such a bad thing. What I like to think about when we talk about influencing is a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And that is a great book to talk about how you can talk in a specific way to be able to get people to understand what you're about. And then you're not like trying to manipulate them, but you're trying to get them to understand that you're just trying to influence them to help them along. And then when you're able to accomplish that, then the money comes. Yeah. And so I took that course, Dale Carnegie course, love, loved it. It was very impactful. And they said something that was, that really resonated with me. Um, Dale Carnegie said, there's nothing as sweet as the sound of your name on someone else's lips. Mm. So take the time and effort to learn their name. And I thought that was impactful because that's the first step of inclusion. Take the time to learn someone's name. That's some great advice. Ever hear that, school believers? Take the second, take the time to learn somebody's name. That way you can actually talk to them and, and know what they're talking about and know that they like to hear what their name actually is. <laughs> Present. Be present to what someone's saying. At the same time, one of my issues was I was too present with someone was saying that I wasn't present to my own needs. So there always has to be that balance. 
like I mentioned earlier, bring in the balance of what are my needs? What are, what do I need? What do I want to say? Bring that into a space. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for that. That is amazing. All right. So here's a great question for you. And this is one of my favorite questions, but I did kind of steal it from another podcast. So uh, sorry, everybody. What is the one question you wish I would have asked you but didn't? I always miss one that everybody's just waiting for me to ask, and I never get to it. So I kind of ask this question so you have an opportunity to get that question answered. So what is the one question you wish I would have asked you? Hmm, That's an interesting question. How about? No, because you asked that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bias. How about bias? As entrepreneurs, we have a lot of assumptions. What have been assumptions that I've had that served me, but or that have not served me? Um, is that something I wish you would have asked me? Not really. Let's see. <laughs> I have to think about that. Um, I'm not. You see, that's your skill set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess promoting my business so that everyone out there takes action and connects with me. How do I want everyone to connect with me? Because I want to hear from your audience. I want to hear what they thought about the interview, how they thought it could uh, improve their work scenario, uh, bring their family together. Um, how about that? That's good. That's actually what I usually have um, people do at the end is kind of give their information on how to get a, you know get a hold of you to do those things. But you know what? Let's go ahead and do that now. I like that. One of the things that I learned also is about LinkedIn. Depending on who you are and who your business is aimed for, are you on LinkedIn? LinkedIn is the highway for entrepreneurs, for business people, because it offers so much opportunity of networking. I wish they taught us the value of negotiations and networking in school. Of course, also public speaking. Because if they, if we knew how much money we could bring in by learning these three aspects of life, we'd all be easily multimillionaires. So LinkedIn, you can reach me on LinkedIn, Luz Gonzalez hyphen EQ. Um, you can reach me on Instagram. My Instagram is EQ with Luz. But of course, you could reach me on my website, which is eqrefined.com. And let me give you a little feedback. We all know about IQ. IQ is how smart you are. EQ is your emotional quotient. I've combined the emotional intelligence learning I've had, the emotional awareness learning I've had, combined with body language, cultural awareness, combine all of this, and you are able to connect more with people beyond words. So you can reach me at eqrefined.com. And I really look forward to hearing from all of you, but definitely connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. All right, that's fantastic. Can you, you know, I'm I'm interested now. E- EQ, C- can you explain that a little bit more for me? Yeah. So many years ago, uh, in the early 2000s, I started researching on a book called Multiple Intelligences, and I was blown away. It talked about how some people gravitated towards spatial intelligence. So they see a space and they know how to fill it. You know that game Tetris that you put into the spaces? Yes, spatial intelligence. You have language. Some people are just so gifted with language, poetry, writing, mathematical intelligence, statistics. Me, it was in the interpersonal 
Again, I didn't know it was a thing. I was looking for any job I could do because I had three children. And then I learned I have a skill set in the interpersonal. What does that mean? Active listening, communication, empathy, um, conflict resolution. So all of this had to deal with that. So look up multiple intelligences and see where you lie. From there, I had the issue with my daughter having cancer, et cetera. And I researched a guy who I really loved called Gary Zukov. Gary Zukov is the author of Seat of the Soul. And he's one of Oprah Winfrey's biggest guests. And actually, the reason why her whole company trajectory changed with the show was based on intention. What is the intention of this show? What do I want to bring about? I studied under him. And that's when I learned about emotional awareness. My body has been communicating with me. Fast forward to going into college. I learned about how Daniel Goldman uh, brought about the popularity of emotional intelligence. So I'm adding my special stew together with all of the knowledge I've accumulated in my life. And it's under EQ Refined. Let's refine your ability to connect with other individuals through your emotions. People often say, leave your emotions at the door. But that's very easy to say when you're not triggered. Because the moment you're triggered, you know, it's over. You're not present anymore. Something else has kicked in or taken the driver's seat. And what I do in my business is help you recognize, oh, this is that other aspect of me that's taking over. And they have their own thoughts and agenda, which are not in alignment with my ultimate agenda. And I give you tips and skills and strategies on how to shift out of that other aspect of yourself to really create the life you want. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much yeah. for that explanation. Uh, I feel a lot better about what my EQ is. I'm definitely going to take a look at those people that you're talking about in the books and uh, learn about my EQ. <laughs> yeah, I, I give out EQ assessments as well. So we could connect later on. I could give you an EQ assessment and you could see how is my self-awareness? You might have high self-awareness, but low self-regulation, meaning you get offended easily. Or you might have high self-regulation, but you're oblivious of what's going on. And there's also social awareness. There's relationship management. What are the things that I, how do I react when I'm in my natural state? And how do I react when I'm triggered or stressed? This all affects our decision-making, our communication, and our relationships. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm definitely going to do that. All right, I'm really interested in this EQ test, and I know there's going to be other people out there that are too. So if somebody wanted to take the EQ test that you were talking about, that assessment, where would they go to take that test? Yes, thank you. Great question. Go to my website, eqrefined backslash EQ test. Go to there, and you'll find the form where you could fill out, and we can discuss on how you could take the test. I'll send you the information, and we can go from there. All right. Fantastic. So everybody, if you're interested in EQ, want to know what your EQ is, that's where you want to go. Okay, everybody. All right. So one of my things I do with every single one of my guests is a six-month goal. In six months, where do you see your company going? What goals have you set for yourself in the next six months? Um, the goals I have annually, we're creating goals. I have a team. And by the way, for people, I talked about it earlier. If you don't have the money for a team, you can get interns. You can apply at universities and community colleges and offer your business 
as a company that is willing to take on an intern for the quarter. So I have a team and I already have people working with me. I have a regular newsletter coming out. So that's part of the goal in the next six months. I have doubled my income. So for the last three years, I've been doubling my income. Whatever I made, I've doubled it. Whatever I made, I've doubled it. But in six months from now also, my marketing is more on track. I have, like I mentioned to you earlier, I wasted a lot of time changing proposals and looking at one particular person or individual or organization. But now I'm on track to sending out regular proposals. There's also a platform called Proposify. If you're for your entrepreneurs who want to look at it, it gives you real data. It tells you if the person has opened your document, how long they stayed on the document, have other people within the team open the document. Gives you a lot of valuable information for you to move forward. Um, the other thing I want to do in six months is have my calendar half set up. I want to plan my meetings and my presentations where I'm either in person now that COVID has laxed a little bit. Am I going to be in person? Are my flight details arranged? Are my family vacations already pre-planned? All of that I want to be more uh, organized with. All right. That's some very great goals. I'm glad you have that all set up for yourself. So what I'd really like to do with you in, in approximately six months, I'd like to get back with you if I could, Liz. And uh, we're going to see if you've actually reached those goals. I want to hold you accountable for those goals, okay? Yes, thank you. All right, absolutely. All right, School Believers, thank you for, for joining us uh, on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. Thank you, Liz, for joining us today. Yes, as an, undis- as an undiscovered School Believer, <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that you and your audience connect with me on LinkedIn because I want to keep, tra- keep in track with you. I want to keep, excuse me, I want to keep... <laughs> That's okay, Liz. That this is real. Me. This is real life. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep in touch. Is the word I wanted to say. I want to keep go. in touch with you. I want to see how it's going for you. Because as much as I want to support you, I would love you to support me. Because as long as we all learning about EQ and how to raise our EQ, how to improve our communication skills, that's how the world becomes a better place. That's how we can go out there and motivate each other and rise to the top. All right. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, why don't you do me a favor and just real quick, give me your LinkedIn uh, LinkedIn address again. Go to LinkedIn backslash loose hyphen EQ refined. Okay, so that's L-U-Z, right? L-U-Z hyphen E as in echo, Q as in queen, refined. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much. We're going to follow up with you in six months. All right, school believers, thanks for a great show. And you all have a great evening. Thank you, everybody. Right, everyone, that was Luz Gonzalez. Oh, what a great conversation! So much information, just jam packed. Um, because there's so much information, I'm actually going to leave the outro a little bit uh, short on the end, too. Um, I just want to make sure that you all take a look at Luz Gonzalez's EQ test. Uh, the link of that will be in the show notes. Uh, make sure you link up with her on LinkedIn. Uh, she has a lot of great information that she puts out on LinkedIn, and we had a ton of 
a ton of book mentions, which will all be on the show notes as well, too. So make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that because it really ends up being some fantastic information. That being said, if you'd like to stick around and listen to my Spanish speaking, it's me learning Spanish. So uh, <laughs> that's always been a lot of fun so far. I'm learning a lot. I'm actually starting to carry on some little teeny tiny conversations with some coworkers that I have. So that's a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, make sure you tune in next week. All right, everybody. Y'all have a great evening. And thank you so much for listening. Bye now. <laughs> Hello there, DJ Scoob here, and I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. Perdón, Luis. Pardon, Luis. All right. Perdón. 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 Okay. Perdón, Juan. Perdón, Juan. Perdón, Juan. All right. No, gracias. No, gracias. No, thank you. All right. Lo siento. Los cientos. Oh boy. Um, los cientos. Sorry, thank. Nope. Oh, it's just sorry. Oh, okay. Los cientos. Just, okay. Got it. No, lo siento. No, lo siento. Lo siento. Perdón. Perdón. There we go. De nada. De nada. You're welcome. I know that one. No? Oh, I forgot to put the your. <laughs> De nada, Luis. De nada, Luis. Okay. De nada, Luis. Sí, por favor. Sí, po por favor. Yes, please. All right. Por favor, no. Por favor, no. Si sí, gracias, de nada. Si, sí, lo siento. Si, sí, lo siento. Si, sí, agua, por agua. favor. Si, sí, por favor, gracias, de nada. Lo siento. Lo sientos. That's sorry. De nada. De nada. You're welcome. All right, we did it. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. -day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.